What You Missed on Weekend Mornings with Jason Dacey. Beautiful places here on Money FM 89.3 where we spotlight a lovely part of Singapore with author Neil Humphreys who's written many books about our island. And this week, Neil, we're talking about Pasa Reese Park. And it's related to what we were speaking about earlier with the otters and your new otter book. It is indeed. I'm a huge fan of Passeris Park. I mean, are you before we start? Uh, yeah, look, this is kind of an area I've only been a few times, so I want to find out more. You know, it's a bit isolated, I guess. It's yes. not easy to get to. There's no MRT station right there. Yes. Uh, and I guess that's part of its charm. Which is, well, you answered the question, it is part of its charm. And very quickly on that point, I wrote in one of my books about the fact that sometimes Singaporeans have an interesting concept of distance compared mm. to Australians or Brits. Mm-hmm. Because when I went to Passeris MRT, the first time I went to Passeris Park yeah. for one of my books, I went to the MRT uh, information control, station control, and I said, how far is it to Passeris uh, Park from here? Oh, cannot, cannot, must take bus, must take bus, cannot, cannot. Oh, it's very far, very far. Take you at least two hours to walk, right? It was a 10-minute walk, Is Jason. that all it is? It's a 10-minute <laughs> brisk walk with my lanky yeah, giraffe yeah. legs. You have to walk, like, if, you, if it's leisurely, maybe it's 15, yeah. right? I mean, normal human beings, maybe 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. I've got very long legs, you yeah, know, lanky yeah. legs. But yeah. it's only a 10, 15-minute walk mm. from Passeris MRT. It's a beautiful spot because it's a mostly isolated spot. The Malay name for Passeris is actually beach bolt rope, which gives you an mm. idea because it's like that. If you look at a map, it looks like a bolt rope across the beach. It's a narrow stretch. And what p- people don't always realise is Passeris is really big. The park is really big. It is big. big, yes. It stretches across a wide area. It's 70 hectares of land. It actually opened in 1989, so next year is going to be the 30th anniversary. That's right. And it's actually um, the largest, among the largest in Singapore. And if you actually walk the length of the park, 6.6 kilometres. That's right. I've done it many times. And it's a beautiful park because it's mostly isolated. It has a wonderful view across to Pulau Ubi. Mm. It's a wide stretch, but it's a quite an isolated stretch. It has three, maybe four, fantastic playgrounds for children that are so packed at the weekends, but not in a really congested, I can't move, mm-hmm. I want to kill myself mm-hmm. kind of way. You know, it's a, it's, you've That's got like a, East Coast Park sometimes you know, on a can, Sunday. It you can be packed. It. I didn't say it, but you said I it. I still love it, guys. I, I, I still love, love East it. Coast Park. I mm-hmm. love East Coast Park. But no, so Passeris has three or four really good playgrounds. It now has a couple of little restaurant, bar, bistro mm-hmm. type places for the kids. Um, I like the place because it has mangrove forest. Yes. It has mangrove forest and a mangrove boardwalk within its borders. Siva mentioned earlier the otter family mm. because it has this great uh, situation where you have two rivers running either side of Passeris Park, almost like bookends. Yes. So they, uh, we mentioned before, the waterways, they guide mm. the otter family into the park. Therefore, you also have monitor lizards, mm. all kinds of fish, uh, snakes, and so on. But yeah, also, I think you have a family milky, of... Milk, yeah, milky stalks, I think blue-eared yes. kingfishers, buffy fish owls. You mentioned the otters. So I've it, sent herons there. Yeah. I've also seen the hornbills. Mm. Hornbills, they like me. They mate for life. One partner. <laughs> so you always see them in pairs. I've seen two pairs of hornbills. Yeah. The otter experts mm. that Siva mentioned in the previous yes. chat, yeah. they couldn't believe it, Jason. They are seeing a family of otters on the ground mm. and a couple of hornbills in the air Fantastic. flying above them. It's like a Nat Geo documentary. Mm. And we take this stuff for granted. Yeah. I have personal memories of it because the first time I went there, I'll never forget it, I took my father-in-law. You know, me, I thought I was Steve Irwin, you yeah. know, intrepid explorer. <laughs> and I said to my father-in-law, 
oh, look, someone's left a football on the beach. Let's have a game of beach football. I kicked it. It was a coconut. <laughs> oh, are you My kidding? foot just went... <laughs> <laughs> I had a sprained ankle. Oh, dear. My father-in-law died laughing. <laughs> you need glasses. You think a coconut's a football? I was blind, mate. I was blind. I was a typical Angmore, new yeah, to Singapore. Yeah. It was partially covered mm-hmm. by the sand. Mm. I thought it was a football. <laughs> but then after that, my father-in-law, he thought he was some intrepid explorer. He said, I've seen orangutans in the wild, they could break a coconut with their thumbs. You're not an orangutan. I can do it. He spent three hours, Jason, trying to open a coconut with his bare hands. And he couldn't he's, do it. Of course he's not. He was he was about two, point, two, two foot four tall, oh. you know, knee high to a pygmy. Mm. He wasn't opening the coconut. Oh. The other thing, and this is a very good thing for families, they often do kayaking there in an enclosed space. So it's a very good introductory sort of course or lesson that you can take for young kayakers to kayak in the sea. Yeah. Because normally um, you're only allowed to do it in the reservoirs because it's an enclosed space, less choppy waters. But certain times of the year, there's a little club there and they'll open it up so that you can have lessons, take the children to do kayaking in the sea because it's an enclosed space. I took my daughter there. This was about 18 months ago. And the guy said, have you kayaked before? And I said, yes, <laughs> producing my card. I have a one-star kayaking card. I'm a card-carrying kayaking Yeah, he expert. was so not impressed, right? <laughs> but the thing was, Jason, he recognized me. Oh. He said, are you Neil Humphreys? You write lots of books about wildlife. I thought, oh, now he thinks I'm David Attenborough, right? <laughs> yes, I'm a one-star kayaker. Mm-hmm. I get in the kayaker and fall off. Oh, <laughs> I, in front of him. In front of him. And I was so patronizing. <laughs> Don't show me how to put on a life jacket. I know how to do it. I zip it up and I click uh, it in and uh, I click my door. Daughter's in, <laughs> sit on it, didn't balance um, the weight right, straight oh. in, head first, into the drink, head first. Oh, it's embarrassing when that happens. You know, think about Passerese Park. You know, I, I've got had friends who've lived there, near there, you know, in condos and HDBs. And it's their own kind of enclave, isn't it? Yes. Because it, it is isolated. And, and I think the people, they like the fact that it is yes. a bit isolated. There's only one bus that goes there, the Correct. 403. You know, there's 400 right. buses. There's a 401 that goes to uh, East Coast Park. We've seen that bus. These are kind of... Beach feeders. Yeah, the beach feeders buses. <laughs> so the 403 is the beach feeder for <laughs> from the interchange. It doesn't run very often. And it makes it a bit difficult to get there unless you've got long strides like you and you can walk there in 10 minutes flat. Yeah. So that's part of the charm, isn't it? That Absolutely. It's not, you know, it is a bit isolated. And look, I, I, it's funny, Singaporeans are so spoiled when it comes to convenience and location. And when you look at Pasaris, it's so close to the airport. Yes. It's got the park there. You can cycle there from East Coast. If you're a reasonably Decent. athletic cyclist, yeah, yeah. you can cycle from Changi Beach Park. You can cycle you can. from East Coast Park yeah. to Pasaris in no time mm, at all. I yeah. cycle there from my home, which is closer to uh, Lorong Halus. Mm. It's a beautiful cycle ride, actually. If you go along the Sarangoon Reservoir, you can cross the bridge at Lorong Halus, go around the back of the Pasaris mm-hmm. Drive, mm. 3, 1, and then you go past that international school and you're there. Exactly. It's a very accessible cycle. It's funny, though, isn't it? Certain suburbs in Singapore have this kind of isolated uh, connotation. You see the word Pasaris Park, you think, oh, isolated. Not, yeah. you know, not convenient. Like we're in Topayo now. You know, this is the center of the island. It's so easy to get to. But it, it's funny. It's perception, but it's worth the trip, isn't it, to get well, there? Well, it's that we talked about it at the start. It's that Singaporean thing. You know, I, I, said to, I say to friends, let's go to Pasaris Park. Oh, so far. <laughs> So I used to drive to visit an aunt in Adelaide from Melbourne. It's I a didn't long e- drive. I didn't even like the aunt. <laughs> nine uh, hour drive yeah, yeah, there yeah. and a nine hour yeah. drive back from just about yeah. any sides, any place centrally or easterly in Singapore, you can get to Pasaris in 15, mm. 20 minutes 
in a taxi in a car, yeah. or you could do it in 45 on an MRT. It and is stick isolated. it out on the 403. Stick to, it. Get, get the, <laughs> no, you've got shares in the 403 buses. No, I, there's something about that. Uh, those 400 those buses. Those quirky beach buses. I know what you mean. I'm a bit of a mean. bus anorak, you know. I am too. I love it. No, and the thing about Pasir is, I remember in one of my earlier books, 2006, I don't know how they measure this, but Singapore measures everything. It had the highest kind of bike going, bike using community mm. in Singapore. I don't know how they measured right. it, but I even remember even in the early 2000s, Jason, when the park connectors were not like they are now, if you went to Pasiris MRT station in the early 2000s, you would see bike racks and hundreds mm. of bikes mm. all stacked up. They're a bike going community. They're a seafaring community. Mm. So mm. you're right when you say about the enclave, they, they appreciate yep. and cherish that, that little quiet green corner of Singapore where you can cycle and skate and walk and all that. Mm. They really appreciate what they've got over there. It's a lovely little spot. Yeah. Get there to Pasir Reese Park. You can see otters there. You can see lots of wonderful wildlife and the 403 bus from Pasir Reese. <laughs> <laughs> You've got shares. I'm not having it. You've got shares. Just don't kick the coconuts. Don't kick the coconuts, especially if it's partially covered with sand. This has been Beautiful Places with Neil Humphreys.